0: Good morning. This is Paul Wilson of Redford, Michigan, near Detroit, Michigan. I love it when God in his great mercy and love shows up for something significant in my life. I am a slow learner, however, in things that are temporary and things that are eternal. Decisions that feel right and decisions that cost far too much. Promises that look rewarding and rewards that look promising. I confess along with you that these are difficult times to comprehend with the threat of the coronavirus all around us and procedures that are required from us at the very threat of life itself, which we cannot really see around us except in its effects. They have come sort of as a surprise. We thought we had life pretty well under control, but we are seeing things are not as they appear to be, and we are hearing things that are not, as they seem to be. Have we mistaken the true word of life to us? My parents were missionaries in Africa, and I was born in Eswatini, or Swaziland, a country in land near the southeastern coast of the Republic of South Africa. I was special to my parents, special to co-missionaries, and special to my little native friends but not necessarily welcome in places where childhood fantasies were a misfit. For example, when our family returned to the United States of America, I found it all too easy to be treated with an ice cream cone or a candy bar, etc. When I really didn't need it, I became a fat little boy that knew how to manipulate all too well. People would treat me and then would try not to repeat it too often, I wonder why. My background was really very special, and a trust from a God that chose to bring me into this world, and a Redeemer that chose to use me in spite of my perspective. My parents decided to vacation at the Wisconsin Dells on the Wisconsin River in my childhood. The traffic at the Dells was not as big and popular as it is today, so the captain would use the help needed from those who were passengers on the boat I determined I was going to enjoy a seat by myself at the back of the riverboat, in the sunshine. After a while I heard the captain announce that he was going to take some time to explain various aspects of the dells, and he asked for the person at the back to come and steer the riverboat. There was no response, so he changed his tune. "'Hey you, you in the pink shirt, can you come up and steer this boat?' Well, that was all I needed. I jumped to my feet and worked my way to the front.' He said, Do you think you can steer this thing without running it into the rocks? I stammered, Sure. I was scared to death, but now I desperately wanted to prove that I could. I will soon be seventy-eight years old, and that is as fresh to me as it was at that time. But it has taken me years to prove that not all that glitters is gold. God offers real gold, the written word of God— and the Holy Spirit's explanation and interpretation of what is there, I love it when I know that the written word there has been written especially for me and for you. Psalm 119 verse 11 says it well, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. What a beautiful treasure this is. It means to develop a heart for what Scripture actually says to you and through you to others. It is what keeps you from sin and draws sinners to God's Word at work in you. It sounds easy enough, doesn't it? That is, unless the two of you come from different perspectives. That is where Psalm 18, verse 4 comes in. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. As we can see by now, there are four perspectives here. First, Jesus, who was called the Word of God in John chapter 1. Secondly, the insight or special word. Third, someone else's word. And fourth, finally, your own word. That is going to take some thinking. As far as I know, Be careful, little eyes, what you see is not copyright. And this is me singing it. There are no other musicians. This little chorus from many years ago kind of puts it together in terms of the Word of God and how we relate to it. Listen to it. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. There's a father up above who is looking down in love So be careful, little eyes what you see Oh, be careful, little ears what you hear Oh, be careful, little ears what you hear There's a father up above who is looking down in love So be careful, little ears what you hear Oh, be careful, little tongue what you say Oh, be careful, little tongue what you say There's a Father up above who is looking down in love, so be careful, little tongue, what you say. Oh, be careful, little heart, what you think. Oh, be careful, little heart, what you think. There's a Father up above who is looking down in love, so be careful, little heart, what you think. It's the Word, isn't it? It's what God said. It's what Jesus said. It's what we comprehend and live out that matters in relationship to that. It's what we need at this hour of our lives. Relationships matter. God's world matters. Eternity matters. Unfortunately, I have not always understood just how much God loves people. I once jumped at teaching a Sunday school class when my peers saw that the teacher wasn't there yet. She wasn't very happy when she saw me attempting to teach without preparation, without prayer, without authentic love, and without a knowledge of his word to those young people. At times he has let things get worse like the prophet Isaiah illustrates in Isaiah 30, verse 15, where he warns that if you flee on horses, there will be those that do the same. In contrast, Isaiah 30, verse 15 speaks, saying simply to return, rest, and be saved. And strength will then come in quietness and trust. God wants us to see the message in the 17th verse that a thousand will flee at the threat of one, and his child will be a signal on a hill. You see, I hadn't really heard a word from the Lord, or I would have succeeded. I remember an old song I used to sing, but it dates me, so why don't you pause this message and look up the Maranatha singers and their version of Open My Eyes, Lord, on the internet, if you can do that. They do such a good job, and it takes just under five minutes to play and allow the Lord to draw. Our hearts toward him. When we talk about words and how words influence people, it is amazing how often we link leadership to what we say. This is where thinking comes in. When Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, they had known each other because of their relationship as cousins. Since there were supernatural events linked with the birth of each of them, there was a definite affinity between them. So it pays to observe them when Jesus turned up to the River Jordan telling his cousin John that his cousin needed to baptize him. John was shocked. Jesus had been born of a virgin as the Messiah, the promised Savior, and John had been supernaturally born for the purpose of preparing people for Jesus' coming. It came about because of who they were. It is fascinating to listen to their conversation. Jesus asked John to baptize him, but John indicated he wasn't worthy. Did you notice when you pondered this scripture how humble both of them were? Did you notice which one had confidence in his own word and who did not? Up until this time, the influence of John's word caused them to obey John and be baptized for repentance of sin. But when Jesus came, that changed. The influence came from Jesus. What they were in life was what gave them their influence. Like it or not, who we really are speaks to others and becomes a word to others. It is when you speak, as you really are, that people connect the dots. If you take what you are and compare it to who Christ is and who God is and let those things impact your life, your influence changes to the degree that you are in tune with what God has made you. You don't see it as much in ordinary conversation, but when it comes to relating our lives to important issues, leadership traits begin to surface rapidly. Therefore, your influence in life becomes your ability to hear his word to you. To John, Jesus said, You need to baptize me. When John did, God the Father responded with a voice from heaven, validating what had been said. Years ago as a child, during our time in South Africa, we were caught in a rainy season and were having difficulty navigating in mud. I saw a car move steadily without difficulty through the mud, So I said to my dad, Wow, he has a very strong car. My dad just calmly replied, No, he knows how to drive it. Let me ask a question. Who would you have asked to get you out of the mud? You are right, the one who knew how to drive through mud. In closing today, let us ask ourselves, How do we relate to what is going on in the United States of America? This is the land of the free and the home of the brave. What has happened to our leadership? Is there a link between that and the relationship of we citizens to the Lord? Pursue the word Christ gives you as you attend to the reading of the Bible and your times of prayer. Be sincere and write down what God says to you. Consider writing your thoughts down in your Bible or an app on your phone. Be consistent in this then do not be surprised when an event proves who you really are. Dear Lord Jesus, you have spoken today. May we walk in the truth of your word to us today and be a faithful word to others. In Jesus' name, Amen. The following two songs are in the public domain.
1: sing them over again to me wonderful words of life let me more of their beauty see wonderful words of life words of life and beauty teach me faith and duty beautiful words wonderful words wonderful words of life wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Christ the Blessed One gives to all wonderful words of life. Sinnerless to the loving call wonderful words of life. All so freely given, wooing us to heaven, Wonderful words, wonderful words of life Beautiful words, wonderful words Wonderful words of life Sweetly echo the Gospel call Wonderful words of life Offer pardon and peace to all Wonderful words of life Jesus, only Savior Sanctify forever Beautiful words, wonderful words Wonderful words of life Beautiful words, wonderful words Wonderful words of life He plants his footsteps in the sea, and rides upon the storm. Deep in unfathomable minds of never-failing skill, He treasures up his bright designs, and works his sovereign saints fresh courage take the clouds ye so much dread are big with mercy and shall break in blessings on your head judge not the lord by feeble sense but trust him for his grace Behind a frowning providence He hides a smiling face His purposes will ripen fast Unfolding every hour The bud may have a bitter taste but sweet will be the flower blind unbelief is sure to err and scan his work in vain god is his own interpreter